Welcome to Curio Conversations, the next podcast in our series. I'm your host, Justin Langford, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Kieran Sutherland. And I'll kick off by asking Kieran to introduce himself, please. Hi, everyone. I'm Kieran Sutherland. I'm the commercial lead for Dedicated Sport, so I lead the uh, commercial side of our Dedicated Sport business. Great. And can you tell everyone how long you've been with Curio and what your background was prior to joining us, Kieran? Yeah, of course. So um, I've been with Curio for just over a year now. I joined after seven years at Microsoft, where I held various roles across Microsoft services, corporate accounts, and then finally finished up my time at Microsoft as the solution lead for data and AI. Great, fantastic. And thinking about the customers that you work with now, are are there any kind of commonalities in terms of themes of size of customer, uh, industry vertical, that kind of thing, the type of companies that you work with? No, one of the um, one of the really interesting things for me about the role here at Coeo is the breadth of customers that we engage with. So we we work with customers that are um, very small in size, right through to you know, multinational asset managers with you know, billions of pounds of funds under asset management. So um, a very very mixed and varied customer range, which is really exciting. Um, gives us the ability to see and understand the whole spectrum across various industries. Great. And thinking about our dedicated support service, if you were to explain that to a lay person, say your mum or your dad, how would you kind of articulate what that service consists of and what they would get for that? Yeah, so, um, yeah, the the kind of industry standard, I would say, would be the term managed services, but we don't provide full managed services across a customer's entire estate. But um, what we do do is we provide very specialist support services for customers running um, particularly SQL and Microsoft Azure workloads. So, um, you know, for us, we're proactively monitoring the environment that the customer is running. We're identifying any potential issues before they become service impacting or before they impact the end users of the service and really making sure that everything that we do for our customers is around ensuring optimization and maximum performance for our customers. Sounds good. And you mentioned the kind of breadth of customers. Are are there any specific types of business that buy this type of managed services? Are there any kind of common features or characteristics, would you say? So the the skill sets out in the market, there's a number of unique skill sets that we've really invested in, in terms of training up our internal resources here at Coeo and also hiring the best in the market. So, um, you know, skill set for customers is really difficult to come across. So where we found lots of growth and and where we've um, supported our existing customers has been around some of those newer technologies. So specifically um, customers that are moving from a traditional database on-premise, either migrating that into an IaaS type infrastructure in a modern public cloud environment, or alternatively, those customers that are taking the next step in modernization, where they're looking to um, re-platform their application and their database into a PaaS service, so a platform as a service. And that is a unique skill set that um, yeah, is quite limited in the market at the moment. And we've really invested in driving those skill sets internally so that we can support those customers and our customers as those customers embrace that change and modernization in their environments. Great. And can you talk a little bit about the type of skills that a client might have in-house? So do, do our clients all have DBAs or, or do, do none of them have DBAs or operation, platform operations or infrastructure operation stuff, those kinds of things? 
it's really interesting, Justin, because um, you know it varies from customer to customer, and we've seen some you know, really big customers that have um, organically grown as an organisation, or they've uh, you know, pursued aggressive uh, merger and acquisition strategies, which has meant that they've got a very disparate environment, you know, no real standards or baselines across any of the environment that the customer is responsible for maintaining. And um, yeah, our services really help the customers identify and baseline that entire environment, but also bring that up to best practice. So we're looking at best practice across security, performance, configuration and maintenance and ensuring that we've got a, you know, a solid foundation for the environment that we're supporting across our customers. Great. And you mentioned cloud being a kind of target and the work that we do to help customers modernize and and transform from legacy on-prem environments. But once customers get to the cloud, do they need managed services? Doesn't the cloud just manage itself? Yeah, so all all the cloud vendors have done a fantastic job of um, selling the dream of public cloud and and the dream can become a reality, but it isn't as simple as um, I move my applications or I move my databases into the cloud and all of a sudden I've got self-healing databases, everything's auto-tuned and fully optimized. Um, You do obviously have things like unlimited capacity and unlimited scalability, but with that becomes unlimited costs as well and it becomes very difficult to potentially predict the cost in a public cloud environment as well. So um, we've developed a unique set of services where we can really help customers in that public cloud and PaaS environment. So um, we're going to help customers with things like availability, ensuring that um, the service health is available, um, addressing the capacity side of things, monitoring the jobs, ensuring that disaster recovery and DR capabilities and business continuity capabilities are configured correctly in the public cloud we're also going to address the you know, same underlying issues that you're going to have with on-prem and, and in, in, the, in the public cloud around performance. So index optimization, consistency, performance and tuning, all of those kind of things that still need to happen even in a, in a, in a PaaS environment. And then actually um, some of the services that we offer and, and we've developed in for our PaaS service customers are even more valuable. So there's a whole wealth of um, capabilities and tools and technologies that um, the cloud vendors have built into their public cloud offering that you know, require deployment. So things like um, advanced threat protection. So what's you know, what happens when there is a connection, either legitimate or malicious, that happens? You know, there's a connection to a database from an unknown IP address at three o'clock in the morning. What's the run book that, that happens? Who's responsible for either killing that connection or ensuring that that legitimate request is able to um, continue and work and then and finally we we address all of the um, you know, concerns around unlimited cost in public cloud and predictability for cost in public cloud so we're working with our customers really hard to ensure that everything is optimized the cost is reduced where possible you know providing our customers with a, a, an unparalleled level of spend analytics for their public cloud spend as well and can you help bring this to life with a story? Just just maybe talk about a customer at the point that we met them and what, what was the situation when um, when we first met them and, and, and what have we done for them? It's been amazing to see actually where um, yeah, the, the transformation that we've engaged with on customers where um, a customer's come to us to address a specific pain point and that might be a referral from the Microsoft team that haven't been able to address an underlying 
problem with the customer's SQL estate where they've referred it to us to assist. And um, yeah, there's lots of customers that we've got that are um, dedicated support customers now where we've addressed a particular pain point that was causing them real problems or having a real business impact. And um, you know, that initial engagement has led to us working with the customer more broadly, expanding the um, services that we offer out across more of their environment to ensure that um, you know they're not going to suffer from these service affecting incidents. So we're going to look at things like baselining the entire environment, um, configure it, configuring and optimizing the entire environment in order to ensure that it's as performant and stable as it can be. Great. And um, once we've kind of overcome that initial problem with a customer, is that the end of the engagement and um, and, and they're kind of happy from that point or, or how, how do things move forwards? No, so we, we've seen some um, record breaking growth in dedicated support through um, 2020 and um, you know, our, that's normally the first part of the engagement with the customer is um, you know, very common for us to undertake that initial tactical requirement with the customer expand that out into um, more of their mission critical environment and then ultimately bringing that service into a fully managed 24 by 7 uh, proactive support service where we fully manage the entire environment and we're we're responsible then we take the burden away from the customer of any service affecting incident affecting the end users great and can you talk a bit about how we work with a client? So you know, who are our points of contact? What are their job functions? What kind of technical capability do they have themselves? That kind of thing. Yeah, so again, each customer is um, is unique and different. And um, typically I will engage with somebody like an operations director where you know, they're really interested in the overall performance of the environment and availability of the environment. For every customer, they'll be aligned a lead data platform engineer. That lead data platform engineer will typically face off with um, any internal resources, technical internal resources that a customer has. And the idea being that um, you know, from a day-to-day -day ticket management incident response perspective, there is a named individual within the pod, uh, the, the team that are responsible for supporting that customer. Um, yeah, that lead data platform engineer is going to build up a great wealth of experience and working relationships with um, the individuals that he or she might work with across the customer's organization um, in order to deliver that next level of service. And um, yeah, typically then quarterly we'll have catch ups and ensure that um, the service is delivering against the uh, SLAs that we've got contractually um, that we're contractually obliged to deliver for our customers. But also we're always seeking feedback from our customers around how we can improve our service. So, um, yeah, there have been many feature enhancements and additional service capabilities that um, we've invested in during the uh, lockdown period and, and, and during this difficult year in order to ensure that we're delivering even more value to our customer at the same price point. Great, sounds really good. And a bit of a different perspective on on this um, conversation thread. But um, if you were having a conversation with a friend, with a friend, or um, or down the pub, and someone was asking you, uh, they're thinking about engaging a managed service provider. What advice would you give them about how to get the most from a managed service provider, and um, what would you encourage them to really look for when they're selecting a partner to help with managing this kind of mission critical estate and and taking responsibility and a proactive role in cost management in in cloud? You know, what what are the sorts of things that you would be encouraging your friend to look for? 
Great question, Justin. Uh, there's a number of things that we need to take into consideration when assessing whether or not this type of service is right for any organisations, really. Um, first of all, we need to consider things like compliance. So, for example, are the team that's going to be supporting you based here in the UK? You know, what's the security makeup of the individuals that are going to be um, supporting a customer environment? How complex is the environment and do you have those internal skill sets to be able to support a really complex environment or is it better off to leverage somebody with specialist expertise um, you know, from a third party provider like Coeo so that that means that the individual and the resources that a co company has internally, they're able to really focus on driving that next level of competitive advantage and they've got that specialist domain knowledge about how they can help their um, in, internal teams develop faster, develop new capabilities and really bring new services and offerings to market quicker. Great. And uh, that's certainly something that I've heard from, from kind of CIOs and IT directors is how can we in, enable or unblock our kind of FTE resource to work on unique or differentiating capabilities in the IT estate? And how can we partner with, with a firm that can deliver economies of scale and a level of professionalism and kind of enterprise grade capability um, around the IT operations and, and data platform optimization estate? So that really resonates with many of the conversations that I've had. Yeah, and, and look, you know, there's nothing particularly glamorous about um, you know, keeping a SQL server up and performant and optimal, right? There's nothing particularly glamorous about that, but we've invested over the course of um, 14 years and, um, you know, tens of thousands of man hours in ensuring that we've got the right individuals with the right skill sets to be able to not only um, ensure that the, the baseline is there and the performance is there, but also when things do go wrong and, and things do go wrong from time to time, um, that we've got the skill sets and, and you know, have likely come across that problem before. And so therefore we can speed up that time to recovery so that the impact to the end users is minimal. Uh, absolutely. And I think, you know, for many of our customers, if we could avoid a, an incident through our proactive monitoring, that that's that's a big win and very valuable. Number one. Number two, if there is an incident, but we can remedy that incident through our experience um, faster than they could themselves. There's kind of a double um, benefit from a value proposition point of view. Yeah, and if I look over um, over the statistics across all of our customers for 2020, over 95% of the work that we did for our customers was actually proactive in nature. So um, we're spotting those issues before they become impacting to any form of um, end user, and we're we're immediately identifying those and and, and jumping on those and, and starting to work on those and resolve those so that they don't become performance or service impacting. Um, the, the, the other 5% relates to um, uh, service requests that we have from customers, so creation of new databases, those types of things. So um, I'm really proud and, and the team are really proud of the proactive nature of, of support that we we offer for our customers. The other really important thing is um, you know, time to time to first response. And, and I think that's um, really important. And one of the uh, differentiators for, for Coeo, again, if I look back over um, you know, calendar year 2020, on average, our response rate to a priority one incident, so the most um, you know, the, the most critical of incidences, was less than five minutes. So we're responding and working on those incidents within less than five minutes, which you know is absolutely fantastic, especially when you know, potentially at any downtime, you know, an hour's downtime is going to cost millions of pounds. 
And that's that's great to hear. And I can imagine that that would bring a lot of peace of mind to a customer or an organization that's running a, a, a critical database or application, whether that's on-prem or in the cloud, because most organizations would struggle to offer that level of consistent response time 24 by 7, 365 days of the year. And it's only by partnering with an organization that's set up to do this that's kind of the whole org structure and business is, is geared up to make this happen happen you can really enjoy the benefits of that really yeah absolutely and like i say look there's there's nothing glamorous about it but um yeah, we just happen to do it really really well and, and that enables our customers to really leverage the resources that they've got on delivering that business value right that specialist domain knowledge and that business value Great. Thanks, Kieran. That's been really useful. Um, one of the things that we've been asking each of our guests to do is make a recommendation of a tool or resource, something that they found very useful themselves that they think might be helpful to others. Is there anything you can think of that you would like to recommend? Yeah, so um, when I joined Coeo, I was actually recommended a, a book to read by Ken Blanchard, which is uh, Raving Fans. Um, everyone across the dedicated support business has read Raving Fans, and it's a fantastic resource. Um, in order for us to grow our dedicated support business, we need to ensure that as an organization, we're delighting and exceeding customers' expectations. I think there's a mentality now for customers just to understand and accept services just good enough but for us we really strive to ensure that we deliver that next level of service for our customers and as part of every service review we're always seeking to understand customers feedback on how we can improve the service we um, seek feedback at the end of each ticket that we manage for our customers and then we um, also have our net promoter score which is um, surveyed once a quarter and um, your coeo have achieved consistently achieved um, world-class results in in the net promoter score survey so we're you know, plus 70 uh, in our net promoter score so just a testament to the hard work that the team undertake in order to deliver that fantastic level of customer service thank you very much and thanks for joining us today kieran no problem thanks for having me 